1: is Armed American Radio's Daily Defense.
0: Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, because they don't want me to, that's
1: why I do it. Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. From the Sig Sauer Studios. They're never going to stop us here. Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting the enemies of freedom, Mark Mark Walters. 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 And here we go,
0: Hour two Armed American Radio's Daily Defense here in the Sig Sauer Studios at A.A our ranch now on the crossbreed holsters mic for you and it's all being brought to you by the great x insurance fun hour with andy hoosier in the last hour and i you, kqam listeners thanks for lending us the voice of reason from time to time we have a lot of fans up in wichita wichita's big talker we love you guys kqam andy hoosier the voice of reason greg in dallas texas running the boards for me down there at the network how you doing my brother
2: uh not too bad it's always fun ha- having andy on it really is. Now, I'm going to
0: tell you something I never thought would happen to me, but in between the oh, break, yeah. between hour one and hour two, Greg, yeah, I met somebody who has a Second Amendment tattoo on his right forearm like I do. Oh, twinsies. How could that possibly be when I'm sitting here doing the show? My mailman.
2: Well, hey, at least your mailman's based.
0: We got a new mailman because my other one moved to a new route after a number of years. She was really cool. Now we have a really cool mailman Awesome, who's got the Second Amendment tattooed on his arm, and he's tuned in right now, and uh, God bless him. Love gun support. I love living in a free state. Yeah. I wonder how many mailmen there are in California with the Second Amendment tattooed on their arm, or Massachusetts, or New Jersey, or New or across York. Across the nation. Who knows? Probably more than you think. Yeah, I would definitely say more than you think. More than you think. No question about it. Tell people where they can participate in the live chat while we're on the air, and then we're going to get started. Because he's listening now. We're going to give the new mail carrier a great
2: hour. Awesome. Well, hey, mailman, if you want to join our live chat, just head on over to your app store, grab the <laughs> Telegram messaging app, create uh, your profile, and search for Armed American Radio Conversations. and That'll put you in there. That'll put you in there. and You can talk some
0: smack with the rest of the group in there, and from time to time, we read some of these email, or we read some of these live
2: chats. And introduce yourself as uh, Mark's mailman. We'll give you a little bit of a shout-out.
0: Yeah, well, well, there you go. There you go. All right, so I'm going to start this hour with a happy ending story, and this is in honor of the mail carrier. All right. Okay, because he, he new listeners don't know what a happy ending story is. They might be thinking something completely different that's not Foxtrot Charlie Charlie compatible, but that's not what it is. In our world, a happy ending story is when a law-abiding citizen prevails over a bad guy. Yep. We don't celebrate anybody's death here. We celebrate the survival of the intended victim. Now, as I've often stated, listeners, you've heard this over the years. If you are stupid enough to attempt to deprive another human being of their right to life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness, you lose your right to all three of the above instantly. And if your death results from your intended victim defending themselves... From your attack on their right to life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness, too bad for you. I have no sympathy for you. I hope it hurt. Enjoy the ride. You got what you earned. You earned your own demise. Alleged intruder dies after North Carolina homeowner opens fire, Wake Forest, North Carolina, Monday, 3:20 a.m. You, you showing up at somebody's house at 3:20 a.m. I can promise he's not up. He's not up to any good. I'm hungry. Do you have any money? Can I use your phone? Do people still do that? I mean, people still ask other people what time it is nowadays? I don't know. 34-year-old Stephen Contestable was allegedly trying to make entry into the home and was confronted by the homeowner. Now, I, I know why the journalist has to say allegedly. However, when your body is being dragged out, from the place you're trying to make entry, there's nothing alleged about it.
2: Yeah, I don't think they allegedly drug your body out. They did drug your body out. Contestable
0: was allegedly breaking panes of a glass in a door when the homeowner gave him repeated verbal warnings to stop. You can see this all over at the News and Observer. Does that mean his actions are contestable? I, we could really have fun with that name, <laughs> but I'm not going to right now. I thought that when it, when it first when I first read it. But the, he warned him, stop, stop, stop. Quit breaking my window. Stop trying to break into my home. I'm armed. Stop what you're doing. Please stop what you're doing. I don't want to do what I'm about to do. Stop. Pow, pow, pow. Well, he went to work and than, that. One more time, no A.W.R. Hawkins. He will not be home for dinner. And
3: uh, that's it. So
0: moving on. The homeowner then shot Contestable, who died an hour later. Now, the News and Observer in North Carolina, I love this when they put this out. I kind of do, because it explains to people the law, and that's important. Defensive force that is likely to cause death or serious bodily harm to another to protect their home, vehicle, or workplace if, one, someone is trying to remove you from the premises against your will, two, you have a reason to believe that an unlawful and forcible entry or act is occurring. That is Checkmate. Somebody's beating on your window, breaking glass panes at your door, 3.20 a.m. Well, kiss him goodbye. And if you're that person that is not armed, you might want to rethink your position. It's pretty much that simple. But then the observer points out the homeowner was legally armed. Like, you know, the homeowner's armed because he has a right to be armed. Period. I don't need to be reminded that he's legally armed. He was armed. Contestable found that out. Last thing he saw, I would presume, is a flash. Last thing he heard was a pow. And then went, ouch. That's a happy ending story. (laughs) We don't celebrate this man's death. We celebrate the survival of the victim and whoever else was behind that door. And I like that saying, you know, because I said I have that sign here. This door is locked for your protection, not mine. Contestable found that out, didn't he? Hey, I think your mailman just checked in in the chat. Oh, well, that's a beautiful thing. I'll have to jump (laughs) in the chat here in just a minute. Welcome in mail carriers. I love mail carriers that support the Second Amendment. First name is
2: Chad. Chad, welcome to the chat. Welcome to the show, brother.
0: Chad, welcome in, man. It's a pleasure to have you here. Feel free to speak up in the chat, my man. Um, I I gotta go back to San Diego for just a minute. If you're just joining the program, as Chad is, yeah. I was covering a... See, there are people that just joining the show that weren't here for the first hour. I was covering a, the San Diego, you know, Gavin Newsom in his... I his, um, almost said a bad word. If I'm going to say a bad <laughs> word, this easy. is the hour to say it in. I got to really easy here. It's easy when you're talking about Newsom. It really, truly is. Uh, his t- proposed 28th Amendment, which would nullify the Second Amendment, but he thinks you're stupid, and by him allowing the Second Amendment to remain by not... Proposing a repeal, the Twenty Eighth Amendment. He says he can. He still says he supports the Second Amendment. We're not touching it. We're leaving it alone. Then the Twenty Eighth eviscerates it. <laughs> yeah. Right. So I, you know, you you have these people are they're they're reaching to the lowest common denominator here, and that's the stupid amongst us. And sadly, there are many out there. Well, the education that fall for this stuff. The
2: education so, system has guaranteed that.
0: The edumacation system uh-huh. is, is, is uh, as it was. You that said that, or Andy? Andy, Andy said that in yeah. the previous hour. But the uh, board of supervisors in San Diego, in a two to two vote deadlock. Now I have to point this out. I didn't point this out in the previous hour. They are short one Democrat, who is. I mean, sometimes Democrats get themselves in trouble. So do Republicans. But sexual assault allegations. So it's two to two on the board instead of you know five on the board. He's probably going to be replaced pretty soon. Yeah, well, we'll see what happens if they revisit this down the road. It's likely that they will. That's what Democrats do. They'll wait till we get it stacked, and then we'll go ahead and vote again. But um, the comment section, because there are people with common sense left in California. And I was reading some of the comments about that story. And I I found it fascinating because the anti-gun comments are all the same. It's just they're just regurgitating the same nonsense that they're being told by Moms Demand Action, which, Chad, by the way, Moms Demand Action, that's a pretty silly name, too, when you think about it, isn't it, right? Moms Demand Action, part of every town for gun safety and Bloomberg and the rest of these losers that are out there trying to take our Second Amendment rights that are well-funded by billionaires, I might add. They are a force to be reckoned with. We We cannot refuse to accept that fact. But there are several out here that get it. And from California, you, you don't think that. You know, we broad brush stroke, right? We see quote-unquote news articles every day. We see this story, and we, we think this is the way everybody thinks. That's why they're... No. That's like when you see a poll. 70% of Americans think this. They interviewed 680 people. So what they need to say is 70% of the 680 people that we spoke to Mm -hmm. felt this way and stop saying that all of america feels that way because i guarantee if you go to dodge city kansas you're going to get a different result from 680 people and then they call it science i don't buy into any of it never have hate polls but like democrats i'll use them when they when they fit my agenda i won't lie about that they do we do it's pretty much that pretty much that simple when we come back i'll read you a couple more comments from that Then I want to take you to New York. Federal judge in New York shooting down Hockle and their gun control scheme post-Bruin. Then I want to take you to St. Louis. Then I want to take you to gun dealer regulations, more gun dealer regulations in Los Angeles. We're just going to hopscotch around the country today in the second hour of the program because the Democrats make it possible because they just never stop. And I thank them for that because it's content every single day. We'll be right back on Armed American Radio's Daily Defense from the Ranch.
3: Daniel Defense firearms are guaranteed for life, trusted worldwide, and designed, engineered, and manufactured right here in America. Daniel Defense, freedom, passion,
0: precision. Yeah, that is Daniel Defense, freedom, passion, precision, something the Democrats know nothing about. Welcome back to AAR Ranch in these six-hour Studios. Crossbreed holsters, Mike, is lit up for you all across the country. X Insurance, by the way, is presenting every single bit of it. So I, let's go to New York here. Because I am going to have to get some clarification here. Uh, I'll be talking with A.W.R. Hawkins from Breitbart News about this this afternoon. But he has a headline up right now. Federal judge strikes down two New York City provisions for gun permit issuance. Remember, this is New York City. We know the Bruin decision, right? New June York of 2020. City. New York City. We just love New York City. Oh, yeah. New York City goes above and beyond Hockle with their off-limits places, their sensitive locations. Judge John P. Cronin struck down New York City's gun controls that he found gave city officials unconstitutional discretion in the issuance of gun permits. Now, if you ever question the veracity of Bruin, this is it. Don't. We will win these cases. Right now, if you listen to the show regularly, you heard Alan Gottlieb on Sunday's national broadcast as well. 54, or he said he thinks it might even be 55 cases now, fighting in courtrooms across the country. 18 or 19 of those are California alone, ladies and gentlemen. Bruin has changed and is continuing and will forever change the landscape when it comes to knocking down these unconstitutional gun control measures. New York City has two provisions, good moral character and good cause. Now, I want to confirm this good cause because I thought that was knocked out. But he concluded that that gave the city officials a degree, quoting, of leeway in judgment sufficient to provide them cover in denying permits for law-abiding citizens. He tested both of those provisions in light of Bruin. Here's what he said. In sum, having considered defendants' proffered historical materials and applying the standards set in Bruin, This court determines that the magnitude of discretion afforded to New York City licensing officials, empowering them to evaluate an applicant's good moral character and good cause in deciding whether to permit the applicant to exercise his or her Second Amendment rights is not constitutionally permissible under the Second and Fourteenth Amendments. Hmm. He also, later in that decision, emphasized, quoting... That allotting city officials the authority to judge good moral character and good cause in order to issue a gun permit lacks, quote, any grounding in our nation's historical tradition of firearm regulations. And, of course, that's the basic premise of Bruin and the test for upholding gun control laws going forward since the June release in 2022 of the Bruin decision, which struck down. New York State's laws. Now, we all know they've gone on a tantrum and a fit of rage, defying the Supreme Court, setting up more battles, which I, I have to look at the stupidity of these people, particularly Huckle Hochul. Hockle's one of these people you can look at and see stupidity. Schumer's the same way. You can look at him and see stupidity. And maybe that's because I know what comes out of their mouths is stupid on a fairly regular basis. But you have to, you have to question... Do they not understand that the subsequent challenges to these laws that they're passing are only going to further strengthen the right to bear arms as each of these are struck down? Wouldn't, wouldn't you think that they would kind of just leave well enough alone at this point instead of dipping their toes in the water? Or does this speak to their stupidity? Uh, it speaks to their stupidity. They've always got to poke the bear. Yeah, poking the bear sometimes is not going to age well. When you have a Supreme Court decision, it's interesting because Bruin is strong. Hence, fifty-five cases. That's going to probably. I wouldn't be shocked to see the Second Amendment found just the Second Amendment Foundation alone. Combine that with the Firearms Policy Coalition and GOA. You're going to have hundreds of cases across the country at some point. And we will eventually knock out an assault weapons ban. California's Judge Benita's already done that in a 72-page decision. And a strong one it was. And it will be referred to in a Supreme Court case that eventually is taken. Personally, I believe it's going to be the Maryland case, after talking with Alan at great length about that. And that is what he said on Sunday's show as well. We did speak about it subsequent to the show. But nonetheless it doesn't matter to us which case the Supreme Court takes as long as it does what we know it's going to do. And that's put these Democrats on ice and knock out their quote-unquote assault weapons ban. Now, if you thought the response to the abortion case was gnarly, wait till you see the left go berserk when their vaunted assault weapons bans get thrown in the trash bin of history. Because that's going to happen. No question about it. Hmm. Cronin's decision is being stayed until October 26th tomorrow to, quote, afford defendants an opportunity to consider their appellate options and whether they wish to seek a stay pending any appeal. This case, if you want to read it, is spore or Spohr, S-P-O-U-R, v. New York City. And it's case number 122CV00003, should you want to go look it up, U.S. District Court. Southern District of New York. They never let you down. They never let you down, do they, Greg? They never no. let you down. more nonsense coming out of them. Let's stay east to blue Democrat land, land of haters, New Jersey Globe. Scutari and Coughlin renew focus on gun control. We put our money where our mouths are. What are they talking about? Same thing we're talking about in New York. Murphy's push for more gun control and a tantrum post-Bruin, and this is just today. It, ladies and gentlemen, this never ends. It never, and it's not going to. What did they do? Their concealed carry law has been challenged and is currently under legal review. The entire legislature is up in two weeks in Jersey. Senate President Nicholas Scutari and Assembly Speaker Craig Coughlin today were re- today just today are reaffirming, quoting their commitment to gun control. Moms Demand Action and every Moms Demand Action. It's a silly name too when you think about it, right, Chad? And Every Town for Gun Safety. Who? What did they do? They co-hosted the event. Why? Because there's a rally for quote unquote gun safety tomorrow in the 3rd District Court of Appeals in Philadelphia. What are they doing? The court's going to begin hearing arguments tomorrow regarding, get this, New Jersey's Bruin Fix Law, (laughs) which is focused on, as we just mentioned with New York, their sensitive locations. And if you're new to the program, post-Bruin, the Democrats have gone nuts. The, the, the blue state governments have gone insane. Well, Bruin says sensitive. But we're just going to make everything a sensitive location. We've talked about this ad nauseum, but it bears repeating because this is what they're doing just today. They never stop. And we're going to continue to be here to remind you about it every single time they bring it up. We're going to smack them upside the head with a rolled up copy of the Constitution, and we're going to hope it hurts because it should. Armed American Radio's daily defense from the ranch continues right after this. following segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Uh, welcome back. We're on the downside of this hour on garbage day at the ranch. It is garbage day at the ranch today. And a lot of garbage out there, some of which we're covering right now. Before I go back to New Jersey, i got to go back to San Diego again. All right. Yeah, San Diego, because the Board of Supervisors is worried about this ridiculous nonsense 28th Amendment, which stands absolutely zero chance, zero chance of passage anywhere outside of California, period. I mean, you might see New York or Jersey, you know, rear their blue heads on this, but it stands no chance nationwide. When right next to this is a headline, this just popped up from three hours ago. This is what the Board of Supervisors should be focusing on. Instead, they're focusing on this nonsense 28th Amendment, Second Amendment, amendment nonsense from from, uh, hair gel Newsom out there. 335,000 San Diego County residents live in poverty, 11% of the population. Isn't that what you think the County Board of Supervisors should be focusing on? Instead of Newsom's gun hatred that stands no chance? 11% 11% of all, and they say San Diegans. To me, that doesn't sound right. So I'm going to say San Diegoans because I like that better and I can make up my own words on my own show. Yeah, well, I guess you can. Nearly 11% of all San Diego Diegoans, including 86,000 children, live in poverty due to the high cost of living and lack of correlated high wages. Typical California. Again, you feel like you need a passport when you visit that place anymore. It's ridiculous. But what do they do? Spend their efforts on this nonsense. Talking about your guns. Let's go back to Jersey because it's easy to do. And, again, I have to question stupidity here. I I really do. I I don't know of any other way to put this. Because it's hard. Do these people, these people must believe this, or are they just so agenda-driven? How many times, Greg, have we mentioned over the years that these people will just look at the camera and lie to you? Yep. Yep. They'll tell you at midnight that the sun is shining, and if you question them on that, they'll have your press credentials taken away and throw you out. Again, this is the post-Bruin, the Bruin fix law. They threw a hissy fit when the Supreme Court actually ruled that the Second Amendment matters in a brilliant decision written by Thomas, who was itching to write the decision, by the way. The law was designed in response to the U.S. Supreme Court's decision in New York State Rifle and Pistol v. Bruin that citizens can carry pistols in public places. Quoting from New Jersey Globe, I don't know many topics that are more important than this. When the Bruin decision came down, the state of New Jersey had to act quickly. This legislation is extraordinary and very important to keep our folks safe in New Jersey. Talking about their newest gun control in the case that's being heard tomorrow in Philadelphia. In the last couple of months, we've heard a lot about parental rights in New Jersey. This is Coughlin, these two that are are pushing this, that we're talking about here in Jersey right now. But the issue that the court will face tomorrow is an actual issue facing parental rights. Because every parent ought to have the right to take their child to daycare or school and not have to worry about there being guns or dangerous weapons. Who is he talking about? He's not talking about criminals. He's talking about law-abiding citizens that their laws impact. Crime is never mentioned by these people. Why? Because a criminal is going to do what the criminal is going to do. If there's a criminal that wants to go to a daycare and criminal, that's what they're going to do. They're only talking about you and the hoops that they're making you jump through as a law-abiding citizen to exercise your Second Amendment rights. Not criminals. Criminals are not part of their equation. And that's when he got all, almost said another bad word, It's when he bowed up. We put our money where our mouths are. Why? Because some legislative Democrats are retaining private counsel to argue in conjunction with the New Jersey Attorney General on behalf of the law's constitutionality. I think that's going to be a waste of money. Even the New Jersey Globe says this legislation faces significant hurdles in New Jersey and that there are also political implications. Now, would you be shocked, Greg, in Dallas with all the cool bells and buttons and whistles and switches and lights and computers and mics and all that cool stuff to know that the Jersey Police Benevolent Association and the State Troopers Association has joined the Democrats in supporting the bill, infringing on citizens' rights post-Bruin, even worse than their laws were previously post-Bruin? Would that shock you? Not at all. Here's why. He said, because and this is Coughlin. Because they know too well what happens when guns get into the wrong hands. Can the troopers not distinguish the difference between criminals and law abiding citizens? Why can troopers distinguish the difference in the state of Georgia or Texas or Florida, but they can't in New Jersey? Why is that? Because it's Jersey. Well, what okay, let's not just let's let's dig into that. Why? What is it about Jersey? I'll tell you why. Because those state troopers have grown up in a gun hating, anti gun, hoplophobic environment their entire lives they've had this drilled into their heads and then when they become cops well damn it they're the only ones that can carry guns because they have the authority and they support this nonsense if you want to be a good guy with a gun you need to be a you need to be a state trooper like I am and we know for a fact that they hassle cars like mine with Georgia plates right Think I'd feel safe following federal law, driving the armed American radio logoed vet through the state of New Jersey with a few guns to go to an event at Sig Sauer in New Hampshire? (laughs) Not at all. I'm likely going to get tagged for that very reason. And apparently they're okay with that. But they they have pointed out, and it is interesting, and and I do have to agree with this statement. Democrats have been fairly quiet in New Jersey lately, haven't they? Yeah, that's because uh Haven't heard a lot from Murphy's, where I'm going with that,
2: Greg. Okay, I was going to say, isn't one of their senators also uh, being uh, indicted for uh, embezzlement? Oh, the bags of money, vacuum Mendez, money in yep.
0: his walls, in his suit gold pockets, bars. and gold bars, and all kinds of nonsense. Yeah, these guys are corrupt as the day is long. He skated on one of those charges a few years ago, but I, they got him.
2: You know it's interesting how they all of a sudden they've got him now. Normally that kind of a thing would just disappear into the ether, and old Mister Mendez would still be in the Senate. Hmm. Well, I just, it's Jersey. <laughs> I'll go back to what you just said. It's Jersey. Yeah.
0: I I, I guess it's it's the same as Chicago. You know I, I've known people in Chicago, and I've asked them. You know there's a problem. Why do you continue to vote for these people? He goes. Oh, we know they're all corrupt. But, but the city just works. It runs. Okay, so you accept a certain level of corruption, which in Chicago it's not a certain level. You just accept corruption. I mean, that's pretty small thinking. Hence why you wind up with Lightfoot and Johnson and the rest of these people. You, you New York winds up with people like Adams. I and mean, it's all anti-gun, it's all hatred. It's all divisive and it's all agenda driven. They just simply don't care. They just simply do not care. Good heavens. And I guess I just lost. Nah. Now I wanted to cover this. I'm going to talk with Ryan Petty about this, but I will cover this in this in this uh, remaining segment coming up. Looked at this yesterday. Didn't want to bring Ryan Petty, Ryan Petty, of course, Parkland dad, Ryan Petty, good friend of the program, a federal firearms licensee holder, staunch supporter of the Second Amendment, whose beautiful daughter, 14 year old Elena, was murdered in Parkland. And he has been on the show many times, as you know, and he fights for Second Amendment rights vocally and he takes on other members of the anti-gun crew who lost their children. I don't see he takes them on, but he stands up to their arguments for gun control. When we come back, I want to tell you a little bit about what happened, because we got a guy that's been, been being locked up now for a year for cyber-stalking a Parkland victim, a Parkland victim's father, over a gun control stance all over politics. We'll be right back. Close out the show.
3: This segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit danieldefense.com. Now, back to the show.
0: Back to the show indeed. One more segment here on Garbage Day Wednesday at AAR Ranch in the Six Hour Studios. Crossbreed Holsters, Mike, lit up for you. Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom today and every day. And it's all brought to us by the great X Insurance. Have news coming out about X Insurance and a true umbrella policy in the coming days. So you'll want to hear that. It's a good one. And uh, that's going to be hitting a lot of of email boxes, I can tell you that much. And I'll make sure. Are you on my email list? You should be. Visit armedamericanradio.com, and a little box will pop up. You can put your email in there. We hit you once a week with an Armed American Radio and Armed American News update. Today's update, or this week's update, I should say, went out today. And if you want to participate, you want to get those updates, simply head over to armedamericanradio.com. And put your email in there. And we will not bombard you. We don't sell anything. We just give you 2A updates in our newsletter one day a week, usually Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday. It generally comes out between Tuesday and Wednesday. Make sure to visit and support all of our partners, please. All of them. Cutting Edge Fires getting ready to get light up here in about 17 minutes, Greg in Dallas. And you're going to start your weekend early. Yep. So we'll give you an advance on that. Happy birthday and have a lot of fun. Uh, thank you. All right, so Washington Post is reporting this, and I want to talk with uh, with Ryan Petty about this. I'm going to reach out to him tonight. Ryan may be listening. Ryan, if you're listening, I'm going to call you. <laughs> there you go. See if we can bring you into the show tomorrow or Friday in Greg's absence. But you had a guy sentenced for cyber-stalking Parkland victims' dad over gun control stance, and talking about Fred Gutenberg. Now, let me say this. Guys, you, you've been listening to me a long time. I don't like attacking people who have lost their children, parents, and, and these horrific mass shootings in schools. But when you make a decision to jump into the public arena and attack my rights, well, it's all bets off at that point. Now, Fred Gutenberg has every right to feel the way he feels, and he has every right to fight for whatever cause he wants to. That's the beauty of this country. He has a First Amendment right just like I do. And when he uses his, I use mine. Fred Gutenberg has been a vocal proponent of taking away your right to keep and bear arms. He hates your gun rights, wants more gun control. And, you know, does he under. I don't know. All I know is what he stands for. But let me tell you what he doesn't deserve. He doesn't deserve to be harassed the way he was. This guy was getting vile messages from a stranger. From a stranger who said they planned, quote, to have a party every night of this Parkland trial. That's when it started. And he continued, was so glad to celebrate blood and death. Now, Gutenberg, like Ryan Petty, lost his daughter, Jamie Gutenberg. She was one of 17 people killed at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas. He received over 200 hateful messages from a particular IP address associated with the same moron. Those messages, according to the Washington Post, contain graphic descriptions of his daughter's death and belittling remarks about him for his gun control activism. So you have a 62-year-old guy. Greg, at 62, you're supposed to know better, Holmes. Yeah, you would think. Come on, man. Come on. A Fresno, California idiot who was just sentenced to a year in the slammer, and there's a reason they call it the slammer, ladies and gentlemen, for sending... Harrowing messages. Harrowing messages. Look, you can think what you want about Fred Gutenberg's politics, and we can address them here on the show, and we do, and we answer them, and we have many times in the past. We will continue to do so. But to harass this man and his family like this with vile messages, this guy got everything he deserved. Fred Gutenberg has a right to be outspoken in his push for gun control. Just like the rest of them do. And he does not deserve this. And what was it? Purely politically driven. And it's scary in the sense that this is where we've gotten in this country today. What makes that harassment easier, Greg? Phones, social media, Mm -hmm. and computers, doesn't it? Yep. Sure does. At some point in time, we're going to look back. We're going to look back. All I can hope for and pray for is that when you that that these phone that this technology goes the same way other technology has gone in the past god remember when that's what we used to have i'm hopeful that i live long enough to see that but i doubt it
2: i think th- so this is a double edged sword yes we have to tolerate this kind of nonsense but there's also a lot of times where phones are very beneficial in solving problems of crimes. course and it so it, you know it's a double edged sword yeah a, a lot of stuff that, that we see out there and i mean i see on the internet it's just absolutely annoying it's detrimental to society and oftentimes and it just is one of those things where sometimes it actually benefits society when we can use it uh, to prove things that need to be proven so that uh, there can be um, uh, some form of restitution for any kind of victim that was hurt in what we're investigating but there's a lot of times and a majority of the times that it's just idiots being idiots on phones and on the internet doing stupid things not realizing how permanent the internet is and how widely visible it is. Well, it's like these idiots at these college
0: campuses who are doing this stuff today, around campuses around... This stuff's not going to age well for them.
2: No, no. (laughs) It's not.
0: It's costing them jobs now. It's going to cost universities hundreds of millions of dollars in endowments. It already is. It's going to cost them registrations. It's not aging well for them. But listen to what this moron said. When cops interviewed him, he was shown some of the messages... And he told the officials that, yes, I sent them because, quote, he believed Gutenberg was, quote, using his dead daughter to push his political agenda, which he didn't like. You know what? Fred Gutenberg has a right to do that if that's what he wants to do. Now, I find that vile in and of itself because the Democrats dance in blood all day long. God forbid there's another school shooting Mm -hmm. and the Democrats are going to be all over it before there's even an investigation. We all know that to be the case. But Fred Gutenberg has every right to do what he wants to do. We can disagree with Fred Gutenberg politically, which we clearly do. And this moron says he was trying to put him in check by sending the messages. <sighs> he also got three years probation with special conditions, including that he participate in mental health treatment and comply with random searches of his computers. Gutenberg uh, called, according to the Washington Post, the sentence, a big deal and added that he hopes others who harass shooting victims, loved ones online will be prosecuted. I do, too. You want to get the public arena and debate it, you can do it all day long. But if that's what you resort to, you're just a loser. Was one year enough? I don't know. But I'll be interested to talk to Ryan about it because Ryan fights for gun rights. So there's always something out there every single day. It's just handed to us on a platter. I didn't get, I've got one, two, three, four, five, 15 browser windows open. I didn't get to half of them. Never do. So we'll see what makes the evergreen list tomorrow, but we're going to have to do it without you, Greg. Yeah,
2: it is what it is. That's okay. We do the show without you every now and then. That's true. That's true. Just did it this week. Yeah no
0: last week yeah yeah last, last week, week when i was on my way to daniel defense yep. all right guys here's the deal precisely because they don't want me to i'm going to get up and do this again tomorrow and every other day god gives me breath in my lungs we're going to continue to fight this fight on your behalf my behalf and the rights of all law abiding americans we have a god given right to protect and defend ourselves and our second amendment affords us the opportunity, the opportunity to do just that Until we meet on the radio again tomorrow, and we will carry on, carry often, carry absolutely everywhere. Never, ever, ever leave your cave without your club. A self-respecting caveman would have ever been caught outside his cave without his club. Enjoy your day. We'll see you on the radio tomorrow.